Freljordian welcome. Yes, indeed, a true Freljordian welcome. Welcome to episode 7 of Voices of the Old Ones. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Gomez. Hello, nothing lovely about me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> You don't know his dark secrets. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and today we are going to be discussing the, mm, mm, the mm, tasty patch notes, patch 2.5.0. Uh, the updates that everyone has been anticipating with bated breath. I mean, uh, it, it, it's, it's been something that the community has been crying out for for a while. <laughs> crying being the operative word. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. So, these... Yeah, these are these are pretty, like, enormously impactful, right? Uh, they will definitely be massively impactful to the meta if nothing else. <laughs> Shall we just start from the top, yeah? I mean, we started from the bottom, so we're here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay, that's the episode, folks. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Fate uh, now requires you to have seen nine plus cards. I actually, like, uh, I, I don't mind. Like, in terms of how they could have gone about him, I'm actually okay with this. Uh, I find, I, it, this, this is one of the weirder patches, so, um... This doesn't change his relevance in a lot of decks, right? Because the only deck that really cared about turbo leveling Fizz in recent, sorry, um, Twisted Fate in recent history was Twisted Fate Fizz, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The, the comedy is the in history. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, as as of late, because of just like the card, some of the cards that got released that definitely helped him along the way. Uh, Rummage was always in the game, but I guess. Stress testing did actually like really help him out a lot because obviously that's an additional draw, mm-hmm. um, as which it. But I think I think that literally historically, Twisted Fate has been used not for his level up, purely just as just as a control yeah. card or damage card to do his red card when needed slash like a draw if you want to get the blue card. Like this is I think it has only been since obviously like you know this this last bit of the meta. They've actually been really seeing Twisted Fate level. Twisted Fate has like always been able to do these things, but most of it, most of his things have always been he doesn't level. He just he's just in there to do damage to help Swain out or to do what you like. That, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was about to say. His old TF Swain deck. For for any, I I haven't seen anyone drop this opinion yet. But if anyone is thinking that Twisted Fate is now a dead card, it definitely isn't. Uh, the front face is still the same twisted fate he is still a nodal spell with great like um with with three powerful abilities so oh yeah um it's it is funny that post nerf twisted fate is still better than leona (laughs) gold card twisted fate is still just he he will always he will always find a place i think he's it is like in, in many ways he's the same reason why I think Aphelios would always find some... I know that we'll get to Aphelios, but... Um, <laughs> I feel like each of those champions will find a place because of their versatility, of the fact that you basically do get to choose. Like Upon upon dropping them, you get to choose what, what you get, and sometimes like they can be very impactful to the game, depending on what situation you're in, what you need. So... I always feel like Twisted Fate's always going to have like somewhere... I, mean, like, I, said, I still remember the days of... Playing him, knowing that he was one hundred percent going to get Mystic Shot at the second I played him, <laughs> well, I still remember that. Aphelios, Twisted Fate, both just died of Mystic Shot. They do, they do, but they get a decision before they die, and that can be impactful later on. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, both of them have good, strong enter the battlefield effects, which means that them dying to Mystic Shot is not nearly as crippling. On the subject, what do you think about Fiora being a three-two? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in all honesty, like, everyone's been everyone's been crying out that they, they you know you need to have some kind of Fiora nerf and whatnot. One that everyone always says is like put her up to widget five kills. The problem with that is that I think it's not as it's not as easy as people think that that is because they then have to change the animation. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that people realise yeah. that that little extra that it's not just as simple as well you know just put her up so she's got to do an no, additional yeah, additional. That... Kill. There's no, more not only that, that would be like a huge disconnect between the card and the League of Legends um like character because in League it's the exact same animation for her ultimate. Yeah. So um yeah, that that was never happening. Oh uh, no, I, I, had, I, I, I had I had seen a lot of that. I had seen I, a lot of that. I know that it was never happening, but I mean that was what like in terms of community wise yeah. was people calling out for that in terms of but I like in my head I was like that's that's never gonna happen. <laughs> like it's like there's so much more that would have to go into that to to make that a thing. Uh but this is actually quite nice. It, it's one of those things whereby in the right deck it's not a one hundred percent like you know disadvantage because a lot of the decks that she's played in, like with Freljord, basically is all about like getting her stats up anyway so that she can get past certain things but it does mean that she doesn't have immediate effect in terms of the fact that like most of the time people are playing her getting a trade-off with her extra like her stat and then they can then put buffs on her from from then on so it's not actually which it's 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 nice and as well as you say she's now in mystic shot range and mm. it makes it that she's a little bit more like easier to deal with which is which is good it makes it fair with with the cards like such as golden aegis that was added into the game it it definitely makes it like you know so that you've at least got a chance against fiora now it's not just a straight instant well i'm screwed yeah yeah so like here's people were saying that fiora was really hard to balance right and i don't think fiora is particularly hard to balance at all just change one of her threes into a two i probably would have well not the one in the top left corner <laughs> uh, I would have I would have preferred if she got turned into a 2-3 than a 3-2. I think her turning into a 3-2 is like a little bit of an over nerf. I think her as a 2-3 would have been maybe better for her condition moving forward. That being said though, Fiora has been a meta car like oh sorry, Fiora's been a meta deck even as long as Re Legends of Runeterra has been out of beta. So Oh yeah. I, I think it the community is happy to see her just die. I do think this is like absolutely like backbreaking for any deck she goes into and um any Fiora decks we see moving forward will be like Fiora Freljord meme decks. I mean definitely Fiora Ujit, Freljord is gonna be where she's gonna find a home for a while because she's gonna need those extra stats yeah. coming in. She does like... she does she doesn't need permission so much from Ionia. She needs she needs every single thing she challenges to be zero power. Basically. Um And yeah, that's obviously worse. She's she yeah, the, the Fiora dead card. Dead card. Quote uh, me on that when she's meta again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't you worry, I will I'll be the first I'll be the first to point out. But it does just show that they do listen to the community because a lot of people yeah. were feeling bad about being versus Fiora, but I still feel that she will be played, just not as much. Yeah, I I think what might end up happening is she will be completely out of the meta for like the next few patches, and then uh, in a future patch they'll switch her power and toughness, turn her mm. into a two three. Um, 
which I think they've actually done with another card further down the list, but that's way down. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, no, yes. uh, I mean, obviously, it's yes, po- positive change for the community because I said because it was quite a polarizing card that was like literally like pe- people. It was, it's like what you, it's like the one the Marmite. People either loved her or they hated her, but I feel like most people hated her. <laughs> yeah, it's like Marmite. You either uh, what was it? Marmite. You either hate her or you want a knife in her. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, uh, this next one's exciting. Uh, or, uh, I, mm, this next one exists. Jarvan 4, uh, being buffed two numbers, two entire numbers going up by one. He's a 6-4 baseline stat now. Hmm. What? Yeah, you go first, because I, I have to, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do like it. It does mean that he at least can survive more than more things, like, you know, hitting him because you need to remember the fact that like you know it's still getting to his level up that is always like you know the hardest thing with him and that happens before he even enters the field of battle um but yeah the the additional stats are 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 nice to see and especially considering the fact that continuously using that cataclysm when he does level up and continuously getting that barrier is is going to be nice so it, it's it's it is put him to a slightly more playable rate because i feel like he was the least played champion because the fact that his level up condition is actually quite hard because it is <coughs> unless what you, unless you've got enough challenge things going on, his whole level up is is dependent on the opponent. <laughs> yeah, it's so the problem with Jarvan that I see at least a lot is when you attack with Jarvan, he is forced out of your hand and he is already challenging the strongest enemy, and usually the strongest enemy has power greater than four by turn six, right? Mm. It, and it definitely had power greater than three pre, pre-nerf. So it in many circumstances, you would go in with your, your open attack, Jarvan would get pulled out, and they would Mystic Shot, Vile Feast, blah, 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 to break the barrier, and then he would die in the very first combat he entered. Yeah, And I don't think this fixes that problem. Uh, I think he will still just die to the very first combat he enters. You, you are usually trading six mana for two mana in a lot of matchups. Hmm. And it's it's just really sad because I really I really one day one day I will see his level up animation. <laughs> but uh, you're just not playing that... in the right decks, man. You're just not playing <laughs> in the right. Decks. I, I swear to God, I've I played a um a really fun actually um cephalopods um noxious no, noxus noxus sorry um jarvan battering ram deck and the entire 24 hour period where i was slamming that deck i leveled up jarvan once <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though the, the idea of using him with battering ram does make a lot of sense because obviously then his cataclysm start to yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and the overwhelm because some people i don't know whether or not people remember like notice but the overwhelm obviously does still go through because it is a free attack it's the yeah, same I- reason why you can still use that on top of vi and Vi would still smack the enemy for five if, like, if, if they go for a thing. So there's a few different ways of using that cataclysm that people might not be aware of. But yeah, no, I, I, I feel like it's making it's putting him closer and closer to playability, and that's the main thing. Speaking of champions that have been edged closer and closer to playability, but have never been good, uh, Shavana has been buffed? Question mark. I would consider this actually quite a big buff. Yeah. The reason why I would say this is a big buff is you have no idea <laughs> how, <laughs> how many times when I've been going into combats and things, and literally it's just been like she trades off with somebody, and you're just like, 
If only she had fury because yeah, in, yeah. In, in her first state. Because just like, if only she had fury, she'd be so big right now. Uh, <laughs> Look at how big she yeah. And the fact that obviously now this does make it so that she synergizes even more so. I mean, with all the heartless bastards who played the, the dragon chow. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's actually a huge thing. She would, so, because the idea now that she's got fury... She boom second that that because before she would eat that you'd draw a card yes and then you'd help her towards her level up because she would um like obviously be a dragon doing damage but you wouldn't get the fury so it's like and it'd be killing this poor little hat with like helpless thing and yeah. you wouldn't be getting so actually I consider it to be quite a significant buff to her because fury is what she has been missing for a long time so yeah. I I'm, I am mostly I'm, I'm mostly joking around and memeing when I say that um. It's a side grade. I, I, I've seen a lot of people who are talking about this being a nerf. And, like, that's just overtly wrong. Uh, if this is a buff, it, I wouldn't say it's, like, hugely significant, and I don't think it will change her play rate enormously, but mm. it's definitely it's definitely a buff. Like, she's getting closer and closer every single patch. I mean, well, the, thing, the thing with it is, is that people say, like, you know, it, it, it's a nerf, because technically, yep, she's going down one power stat initially. But as I said, the fact that you've now added Fury, I said, it just means that if you have dropped her when you've dropped Dragon Chow, then she's going, like, you know, she's instantly killing that, so she's helping her get towards her level up, and then she's turning into, like, you know, a 4-5, and if mm-hmm. you attack forward with her, then she becomes, uh, what you call it, um, what is it, a 5-6, a because mm-hmm. she goes, like, so, it's not, it's not actually, like, in the right kind of deck, and the fact that literally, like, you know, with how many different ways, um, What's his face? Damasia has to challenge things out and whatnot, either be it through single combat or the actual dragon strafing strike spell. Like the fact that she's got fury is actually quite a big buff because from yeah. before, like if she wasn't gaining stats, but now she is gaining stats even more. Yeah, so. She, she, uh, I am. I'm very happy with this change. Like, uh, mm. I. Uh, I was about to say something. What was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Dragon's Breath now works with her as well for, for whenever that's relevant. Uh, the the six cost of Massian spell. <laughs> I, 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 I played that card a lot. I, I, know it's not I, I wish I could play that card more. <laughs> it just it just feels so bad whenever you play that card and your opponent immediately hushes or silences in oh, some yeah, way. Yeah. You're just like, I've just spent six mana for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're de- you're definitely not wrong, but uh, <laughs> I, you see you see less of hush nowadays. It's it's. I fun. mean that is I, true. I, that is true. I've uh I've been slamming on ladder, or at least I was last season. Uh, Lux, dragons like Monolux. It didn't even run Shabana, but it was yeah. uh, it, it used the 5-5 five five from Targon with Spell Shield with Dragon's yeah, mis- Breath. And, mystical and, Dragon. Uh, mystical Dragon. Yeah, Spicy Dragon. Uh, <laughs> to to swing the board enough that I could win on turn like 7 or 8. And that deck was wildly successful. I might even consider putting Shivana in it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> a novel concept, I know, but I might. I know. Why would, you, why would you put Shivana in the Dragon deck? That's silly. That's silly yeah, up until now, that was very stupid. But now I might consider it. <laughs> No, she uh, when she attacks forward, she has the same stat line as Shrieking Dragon, and we've seen that Shrieking Dragon survives enough combats for Fury to be relevant. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be putting like actually making a Shivana deck. It's been a while since I've done it, but this is actually enough of a because uh, literally the the main reason I stopped crafting with Shivana was just because it just felt bad whenever I was attacking mm. forward with her and she wasn't actually like it was like if only she had Fury, 
But now she has Fury. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy now. <laughs> when 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 her trailer dropped and I first saw her level up animation, I started making some like intense monkey noises. Like I was so excited, <laughs> and then I never played her. So <laughs> maybe now. Fair uh, Lulu. Oh, Lulu! <laughs> Lulu. The people, the people have been crying out for something for Lulu for so long. Oh, this change gives me the fear. I'm so afraid of this change. Uh, so, Lulu is a card that has been underplayed for a while, at least in my estimate. People yeah. have been trying to force her into Ionian support decks. And that is why she seems bad, is because if you put her into decks that care about leveling her up she or no that's not the only reason she's bad okay uh but they if you put her into just the ionian support support shell ionia has been suffering for quite a while with weak cards it's like almost a joke at this point mm. if you throw lulu into damasia as just a powerful three drop in like a bannerman list she has proven herself to be very good like lulu bannerman played the ladder for five minutes before everyone got really bored of her and that deck still sits pre-nerf on a 55% win rate. Like, uh, Mobilytics has sh uh, Shen Lulu Bannerman lists as being on 55% win rate with a sample size of 400. Mm. Which is a small-ish sample size, granted, but this this change scares me. I hate playing I, against Lulu so much. I mean, I remember, I just remember when she first came out, just the, said the immediate Lulu Shen Demacia deck just came out and it was literally you were done so quick that 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 deck finished the game so quickly imagine like so your opponent this is this happened to me so many times this cemented my hatred of lulu your opponent is tacking on odds on turn one they play bird on turn three they play lulu and then they attack in with a 4-4 challenger on turn three yeah and your game's already over see that, the that that was always the big thing about Lulu, is just like, as long as you can find a small challenger minion to put her on top of, then like, the value just starts to come out of it, but it was in her old state, literally, you could put anyone in front, cause, because, like, you know, her stat line, you could put most things in front of her, and it would just immediately trade off, and most of the time be potentially just a positive trade, at least mm. now, she poses a little bit more threat to if widgets is somebody who's trying to block her. Because a lot of the time, people were just finding things to block her and then just like just surviving. So there's at least it's put her in a like a in a nice in a, in a definitely in a nicer place. And definitely, this is what people wanted was something. She's definitely more playable yeah. now. She, this is definitely what people want until they don't want it anymore. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Th this <laughs> that's true. Th this this card is um, Lulu is just kind of obnoxious. Like I think if it, I think. From the ground up, she's really annoying to play against, and if she ever sees legitimate play, people will like no longer wish that they asked so, for so, this. So, 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 are we are we putting a timeline on when we think that right? Like people are gonna go and press the the what's it the uh, go back button? Yeah, please. We gotta go back. We gotta go back. Uh, <laughs> Marty, we gotta go back. It might it might take a second. Uh, Lulu, I think, is not going to see very much play in her own style of deck. I think support is pretty doomed. But um, or at least oh yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely feel that she's going to see definitely a place back into Masia again because with that um, which it Fleet Clever Tracker and also with Valor as well, like even just frying down the Valor yeah. spell. Um, 
you might not get the scout thingamajig out of it, but sometimes you don't really care about that. Oh, I've, I've seen some disgusting things with uh with Lulu and Valor. Like, because um, <laughs> because obviously uh in all of these style decks, you run Relentless Pursuit. So you yeah. attack him with Lulu, you attack him with Valor, that's a 4-4 challenger, you Relentless Pursuit, you go in with your 4-4 challenger, you attack again, you go in with your 4-4 challenger. Yeah, no, because... <coughs> yeah, again, that is a very rare interaction. Like, I, I love it whenever I see it, because it's somebody who knows the game. It's a very rare interaction yeah. that some people forget about, is the fact that Scout, you don't have to... like You can, you can go forward into an attack, rally, and mm. then still get that Scout move out before then going in... Like, like, like you could like obviously it doesn't work if you scout then attack then rally then you can't scout again but you can scout upon like if you haven't already used that scout move on its own and some people don't actually realize that yeah true true uh so what so what we're saying is that uh day one you should craft lulu uh and jarvan and then play lulu jarvan with cataclysm you'll win every game i mean you, you <laughs> joke you joke but, i do <laughs> but, you know, honestly, you joke, but that could work. Like you, you, you joke about these things, but honestly, think about it. In the right kind of deck with Valor, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> the right kind of deck with Valor and Cataclysm, because obviously, another thing to remember is the fact that using Cataclysm like, on a Scout unit does actually prompt a rally. Yeah. So is yeah, I guess it's it's you you joke <laughs> you joke, sir, but. The possibility is actually there. Oh, yeah. Of, of everything that has been revealed in this patch, I would say that this Lulu nerf is the only one that I personally do not like and am actually actively dreading. I love the fact that, like, you know, we can go back in this recording, but you just said this Lulu nerf. You know? like, oh, sorry. <laughs> this Lulu nerf, I hate it. How dare they, like, you know, like, putting him up to free attack, that's made her worse. <laughs> they nerfed her in my mind. They made her worse by making it that I have to see her. <laughs> But honestly, like I, I look forward to this. Actually, like at least it's been so long. Yeah, again, just like Sharana, it's been so long since I've crafted with Lulu yeah. that I actually cannot wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Let, let, let's move on. Twisted Fates, pick a card. Now this one is interesting. Who, baby? This is actually interested in a number of different ways. Number one, it's Twisted Fates spell, mm-hmm. so it's gone down in cost. But also, it's not drawing as many cards. So, so technically. Like, this is actually a secondary nerf to Twisted because yeah. of the fact that, number one, like I said, it's now his spell, and this now means that he's not so... Because, obviously, one of the main complaints that people had about Twisted Fate was people dropping him on turn four with full mana, then using pick a card. So next turn, he was drawing four cards, mm-hmm. um, which is half it, which was half his level up. Um, plus the fact that, obviously, if you'd used blue card, like he was already basically dead, and all you had to do was grab like a rummage or like you know there, there was there was different. Yeah, so, different... Somewhere in those five cards you've drawn, you need to have discovered a rummage, and uh, yeah, the number of times that Twisted Fate would level on turn five was absolutely nauseating. Yeah, and so this is actually like slightly more cut that down again because of the fact that it's taken away his draw as well. So not only has he got to, not only has he got to go an extra card, which as I said, like. With Twisted Fate, he's always going to be there because I said in decks beforehand, he never even leveled, but he was still prominent. But this has just made that a little bit harder. But yes, it has taken it down to a two cost. But it does mean not only you're not drawing more, you're not potentially burning more. Because sometimes this card was really detrimental in terms of the fact that people were playing this in build water decks because 
it was the let's let's face it, it was one of the best draws in in um bilge world. Obviously, there's salvage, but you run the risk of tossing, and if you're not running a, if you're not running a deep deck, then there's sometimes a, but I want my cards. Yeah. Um, so pick a card was like it's it's best form of draw, and sometimes you would do that, and you'd hit you'd be like, okay. I've got to use pick a card. I've got a number of small things in my deck. The one big thing is the one thing I don't want to hit with this because, like, I don't have which I don't have the would you like ability to use it right now. And you would always hit the big thing at least in one of those three cards. No, that's so. why you run stress testing to remove the fleeting, right? Uh, no, the this is a hilarious nerf to Fizz TF. This this is essentially nerfing five copies of pick a card in the Fizz TF deck. However, this is a hilarious buff to generic aggro decks. Putting this down to a two cost that impulse draws two is insane for the purposes of just normal aggro. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, wrong. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> you know, wrong. And to be fair, we already know for a fact that Bilgewater has has a really prominent aggro style with what's it which it with uh, Noxus for a burn. while. Yeah. Just like uh, Pirate Burn with which it with uh, Misfortune and Gangplank have been a thing. And I feel like, yeah, no, you're right. Draw has been one of the major lackers of, of that deck. And so because obviously like once because it's the same as any kind of aggro deck. Whenever you run out, of, like if, if your opponent heal starts healing themselves up and you start running out of resource and they've like traded away most of your things, then you're kind of done <laughs> because of the fact that literally, yeah. like you run out of steam. They've got the trade, they've, which they've, they've got the high ground now, Anakin, and it's over. <laughs> but um, with this, it at least means that there is that additional point of draw uh, that can be done, like uh, quite quite nicely. And that deck does run a number of cheap cards. Yeah, I. I have played a lot of Bilgewater aggro in the past, not necessarily even Pirate Burn. Before Pirate Burn, like, took its rise to power, I can't remember what my second color was. It was, oh, it was PNZ. I played PNZ Bilgewater aggro with, yeah. um, the, with Pick a Card being my refuel, and it felt so good. That deck felt so powerful at the time, anyway. I can't remember what the meta looked like at that particular moment, but, yeah. um, it doesn't feel so good anymore. <laughs> but I, this this is a this is a big nerf to sorry big buff to uh, pick a card in terms of just outside of twisted fate. Every other use of this card, using it as a vanilla card, this is a this is a buff. So I love oh, the yeah, way we've done this. Yes. Massively, this is actually like a, a big buff because yeah, again, it's just it's that it's just that additional draw, isn't it? Like in terms of just help, helping you out, like you're not you're, and you're not burning as much as well. Like it's cheaper. Yeah. And like uh, you're not getting that, like you're not getting that third card. But sometimes, let's face it, how many times when you use this did you use all three cards without at least one of them being burned? <laughs> like, or yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. It's, that's what I mean. So it's actually quite, quite a nice. What, one one mana point is like absolutely enormous on low costed spells. Like oh, yeah. they they've reduced this thing's price This, line this is now bottom greed. <laughs> yes, it is. This is bottom greed. So good times. You already know what that does. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> got well, anyway. <laughs> you got a lot. You love a two mana draw too. Like that's what, e uh, every region should have one. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking region, of nerves, every region should have a Speaking of yes. nerves to FizzTF, good god, they really like the community started crying and Riot nerfed every facet of this deck. Uh, Wiggly Burblefish. I See mean, ya. let's face it, Burblefish did need a nerf. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Uh, this card doesn't exist anymore, though. Like, this I, isn't... I 
I expect. I, you know what? I thought they were going to make it go up in cost. Like that that yeah. was going to be what I was because, like, I think it just it would take longer. Because its main benefit is when you get it down to zero cost. And you say that this is done. Oh, I'm, totally. I'm not. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm Are not sure. You, really? Yeah. I will. I. Okay, this is the second time I've said this. Uh, I will be surprised if Wiggly Burblefish ever sees play. I and uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the first time I said that, it didn't age well. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this time, for sure. <laughs> no, a, ze- a zero cost, a zero cost, like, even though it's not as a great, because obviously, like, a, like, this has taken down a lot of its potency. That extra point of damage, and especially that extra point of damage happening multiple times because of the fact that they are, would throw down so many of these, right? Mm. Um. It is what you get. It's it's uh, it, it's going to be a blow to the card. I'm not saying that it's going to be seen in a lot of decks, but I still feel like this deck this will still see play because it is still quite a, which it's still a nice interaction with um the PNZ card uh, uh inventory improvement yeah. because it will still make copies of it. Still be a zero cost money. It will be a free two, and. That is still quite quite powerful, as well as the fact that this might we might see more of the rise of that old deck that I did when I used it with encroaching shadows and using it with using purple fissure encroaching shadows and um fading memories to to basically to, like use that to make loads of copies of it and um make some that really was, that really was sh- a very satisfying video. That was like ASMR to me, just seeing that <laughs> like seeing people's life total drop from twenty to zero. I that mean, was, mm. that, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like it, 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 I, I feel like it's definitely going to see a massive drop in play, but I feel it will still see fringe play because it is still actually like a very interesting way of using it, as well as the fact that it still is a zero cost that you could drop and then potentially mind meld. I know that you know, like, people laugh at mind meld, but there still is a chance of it, right? Yeah, well, the, there was a brief moment in time where Mind Meld was a 3 of in Fist DF. It was a 1 of in the end. Like, Mind yeah. Meld isn't really a joke card anymore. Mm. <clears throat> so, oh, I still remember the days when it was such a massive joke card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Speaking of joke yeah. cards, though, uh, and joke decks, uh, <laughs> d- deep. But, the trash! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dredger. That's us. It's actually it's like to have that early game for deep. So Dredge has gone up to two attack um, from one attack. To have that early like a bit of tempo is actually so good for deep. Yeah, uh, I I don't think this is enough to make deep good. I think deep has been suffering for a while, and in order to make deep even remotely playable, they'd have to do something unthinkable like buff skis sea scarab, which I don't think they're ever going to do for like the next <laughs> five lines. <laughs> exactly. But oh, just mate, mate. I, just, I love the. F- I, I need to build more deep decks. Lost riches. Okay, here's the one thing that I will just say. Right, yeah. right, riot. Sort out your fucking algorithm in terms of the fact that literally every single time when I played Lost Riches in the last, what's his face? Like it literally. I can't, like there's a there's a whole there's two streams. <laughs> there's okay. two streams of me playing uh was it a turbo was it a turbo um P and Z Lost Riches deck whereby literally the whole point of it was so that I could use counterfeit copies to make more copies of um Treasure Trove. I'm not gonna lie, two streams worth that you could go back and see the footage. 
every single time. The first one I hit was Neil Breaker. And it was like, every time, it was like, at the perfect time where either getting the eggs or getting treasure trove would have been good than something. Just every time without fail, it was like, Neil Breaker. Take Neil Breaker out of the, out of the thing. Uh, if it, I, this is like, you joke, but I think if they remove Neil Breaker and put in like a more exciting treasure or something more, oh, that'd be broken. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it would be broken. I think it would just be like the the design of the other two treasures are really like boom in your face. Look at this fucking wow! Look at this. Uh, Neil Breaker is just kind of the odd one out when it's like just a little bit boring. Well, um, no, it's, it's kind of more like you know because it does damage to both sides of the field, so. Most of the time, you're getting it, and just like this is terrible for me to play right yeah. now. I I need one of the other two treasures, but obviously, yes, it has to be in there for balance reasons. It just seems like that thirty three point three 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 chance of you getting that one, like in terms of the fact that obviously, like there's three treasures, so it's like thirty three point three three recurring cost chance. Yeah, of course, it, yes. it, it happens all the time. <laughs> it's yeah, like I, the Ledros. It was it, it, it was like the Ledros. Watch it. We will get to mm. that. Uh, the Ledros Dreadway combo, where sixty percent of the time it happened every time. Like, yeah, I, I don't think they're ever going to nerf that combo for at least one line. I know, right? Uh, exactly. Uh, How could they? It's, it's, it's glorious. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't change it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Dredge Dredgers trades. I like this. Just clicked with me, like scrolling up and down through the patch. Those Dredge Dredgers now trades with Fiora. Oh, you know, Dredge trades with Fiora. That's <laughs> the, that's the banter. That's the banter of that now dredger trades with fiora so that's that's what's made this even more funny but oh that's great <laughs> actually that, that uh, but deep deep did need more love and this is just helps it out a lot yeah. more but because deep once it gets to its point is quite devastating there's not much that you can really do about it other than sit and watch the ride yeah cosmic and his meta reviews he's been posting on twitter for a while that every single patch note uh deep players are still trying to make it work like um no, without fail, every single meta snapshot, Deep is somewhere in the top 50 most played decks, even with a win rate of, like, 40-odd percent. <laughs> so, uh, the the absolutely avid Deep fan base uh, will surely like these changes. Yeah. I mean, I, I still, yeah, I, I honestly still like Deep as a concept, and I do feel like Lost Riches has actually helped it out, like, a, more than what people think it has. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, no, um, Absolutely. Uh, Lost Riches leads to some absolutely hilarious eye rolls. Oh yeah, no, massively. I mean, like uh, I've, I've got like a whole video on like it working perfectly. <laughs> such, such crazy times. I do, I do love that card without a doubt. That's probably got to be one of my favorite cards that came out in the latest in the latest set of cards. Definitely. Mm. Yes. Let us yes. move on. On the subject of them never changing uh, concurrent timelines, what's what's this? What's this? Ah, uh, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, what's this? Uh, they, oh, I'm so excited. Oh my god. I actually posted on Twitter uh, saying if they fix, or whatever, what, what was it? I said something along the lines of this is the best excuse Riot ever has to make Dreadway into an 8 cost. I mean, it is. It is. A, and that is what, the, I mean, to be fair, this was the most expected version of this nerf like in terms of the fact that people were crying out for them to do something about um ledger's going directly into dreadway and uh that you know do you know what i heard the most like in terms of the fact that from people who obviously really want to go back to playing go hard was the fact that they wanted to see ledros go back down to an eight like mm. that <laughs> mean, it's just like obviously like the way that it is at the moment you can't currently play ledros with um what's it uh pack your bags type thing that 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 was the thing that people because obviously like you used to be able to and that was actually a really powerful combo 
but getting him down to eight would have made it so that it would have been possible again. And so people are like, you should totally make Landros an eight, am I right? <laughs> like, mm. But from all the sophisticated people out there, <laughs> yeah. I heard a lot of people saying, make Dreadway into an eight. And they did it! I'm so excited. This is such a le- this is uh, this is the legitness. This is such a uh, powerful buff to Dreadway. Oh, yeah. Like, could you? It like this makes it on par with the other like big end game finishers, like pre nerf um Shark Man, Riptide Rex, Riptide Rex. Uh, yeah, Riptide which Rex. Which the common thing is, which the common thing is. You can now Riptide Rex and potentially find Dreadway, therefore making all of his shots do four damage. Yeah, I I will be trying to do that <laughs> on, day, on day one, 100%, which is I, today, right? I mean, it is today. Yeah, um, yeah. I will just say that, like, I have heard a lot of people saying that, and you know what? I'm also going to be doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's too, it's too much fun not to try, but the percentage chance is a lot weaker because there are a lot more cards in the eight slot and than there that, are in the nine slot. That's but, why I love it. Yeah, but it yeah. is it is at least it's a more funny kind of fairer if if you hit the, that then you gotta be like, well well played. <laughs> well, this is, well, this well is played. much more what I wanted from concurrent timelines as a card is yeah greater diversity um of like in the eight drop slot there's a lot more opportunity to whiff which makes the stories of when you do these dumb things a lot cooler. Yeah. And it also means that you can't really build a deck around concurrent timelines. You you just put it in there for the sake of chaos, which I think is good. I think the game needs some of those cards. Like Hearthstone has, well, I was about to say Hearthstone has deck of chaos, but Hearthstone has most of its cards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, at the moment, I, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I like there being at least some cards in LOR that you throw in your deck when you just want your deck to be funnier. Like yeah. it's it's not necessarily a game plan. It just makes your deck obje- objectively more fun. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that being said, by the way, I think concurrent timelines still can exist. It, like they didn't nerf the card itself. I think there can still be a pseudo meta concurrent timelines deck running Trundle, abusing the interaction between his ice pillar and and the ability to regen all of its mana and then turn into any number of eight drops for example the new dreadway i mean dreadway doubling the power of trundle going forward with his yeah. overwhelm potentially could be quite devastating uh, but i do i honestly got like this change for I said, a number of reasons not just concurrent timelines just in general it yeah it helps gangplank out because obviously this is the main like because it kind of puts him on par with uh, Leviathan, in the fact that obviously Leviathan's also an eight cost, which draws Swain, and so yeah. it can, makes the other ship, you know, kind of like fitting. Which is can nice. you imagine just just to put this change into like context with you saying Leviathan? Can you imagine if Leviathan was a nine drop, and how much how fucking unplayable it would be? <laughs> this is like, this is like that change in reverse. Exactly, exactly. Just it's it's, it's stupid. Like in terms of when you consider the fact that. Think about when these cards came out, because I believe, I mean, I might be wrong, but from history, I believe that um, Sejuani, Gangplank, and Swain all dropped on the same, which are in Rising Tides. Like, yeah, with they Misfortune. All, they all got boats. Yeah, they all got they all got boats. Um, from what I can remember, what's his face? Like, definitely Swain's and, which it Sejuani's at eight costs. Mm-hmm. 
And Evil Fortune, it's Misfortunes of Seven, I think. Misfortunes of Seven, yeah. Misfortunes of Seven. So maybe it's because they thought there was too many boats in Bilgewater that they decided to make Dreadway a, which a nine. But literally, yeah, Dreadway was the one that got kind of like the raw end of the deal in terms of the boat game, in terms of the meta, the meta situation. I think Jarvan got the worst boat. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. <laughs> but for my father, the just, just, just a quick like um, uh, tangent. Something I, something I didn't even think of when we were talking about like the release of that card and what it would do to the meta because it's an elite and because its stat line is garbage. Whenever you randomly discover it off of like uh, cards like uh, Hextech, whatever, or Hexbeam, like the forecast, whatever it's called, yeah. Um, Whenever you discover it, it feels dreadful. Or whenever a card that says add a random elite to your hand, for example, like the 5-4, gives you Jarvan's dad. Hello! I have not run that card in a single deck yet, and its mere existence has absolutely fucked me over. Like, I have discovered it randomly so many times off of so much random shit. Are you winning, son? Are you you winning, son? No, I'm not even fucking you! I, there's no Jarvan in my deck. Why did you do the animation? <laughs> but it's, 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 I mean, I'm not gonna, I still love him. I still love Jarvan's dad as a card. But uh. um, well, that, yeah, this this actually it, it puts dread. We're getting back to what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, let's, let's, let's let's wheel ourselves back in on on the fishing widget reel. But um, yeah, no, definitely this has made it so it's on par with a lot of the other kind of like boat things and whatnot and it's just it's with the fact that that's a draw gangplank card it does mm-hmm. in of itself make gangplank slightly more playable as well um i and... i haven't seen dreadway and gangplank in the same deck as one of <laughs> one another for like months i i i have only ever seen dreadway in combo decks hmm. Let- and, uh, that, that's the thing of it, isn't it? Like literally, like, that is the way that that card ends up being used. It, it's such, it's such a. Sh- and this is what this is yet again another reason why I'm so happy about this this kind of buff is because it's got such an interesting interaction with the doubling all damage. That it's it is it is what you like. You know, I I feel like it going down in cost just means that it gets that chance of being played in more places. Because I mean, this not only doubles um like damage like uh, that you'd think of it also doubles shroom damage if this is on the board yeah. it it doubles like a number of different things and it's a really funny interaction i love cards that are printed like this and so yeah i i can't say that i'm anything but happy for this and yeah, they have given I... it a stat reduced with this obviously because they've given it so that it used to be four eight it's now four six which just means that it's a little bit easier to deal with um, which does make sense, obviously, of it going down. It's got such a powerful effect. But yeah, I, I have to say that without a shadow of that, this is actually, I, I was hoping for this and so happy when I was scrolling through the list and saw this one. This was like, yes! Yeah, this is my favorite change of the of the set, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, shadow Assassin, revert. Or not revert, sorry. Um, slight revert. Going back a little bit of... Well, she was like a 2-2 originally, right? Yeah, she was a 2-2 originally. And they put her down to a 1-2, and then she never saw play again. Or at least they tried. And It's 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 one of those things right, where they've kind of done this, like, swap round. Because, I mean, at least with the 2 health stat line, like, if she would survive, like, Vile Feast and, and whatnot. And I guess... There was Fringe playing with Lulu playing <laughs> so the ship go yeah, up sure. to a four a four four Lucy who was drawing a card. But 
Um, yeah, this now puts her back where she can be taken out by a number of things which do one damage. It's it's kind of like I don't know whether or not they've put her so that she's on par with the same elusiveness as the burble fish because obviously they nerf burble fish and they're like, oh well, that's a that's a two one, so we'll also make this one a two one as well. I it's like honestly just revert shadow assassin if she was a 2-2 in current meta because when when she got nerfed targon didn't even exist yet right that's true like, yeah, absolutely right. like the amount the amount of power creep that has happened in the short span of time this game has existed has made it so that we are able to revert cards like legion rear guide legion rear guard hypothetically uh yes. and i think like shadow assassin as a 2-2 would just be fine like i don't think this change is good enough to make her like save Ionia. <laughs> save Ionia. Such a big mission that has to be done. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But I, 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 I said like you know, I kind of see why they did it, just to give it a little bit more tempo while still keeping it fair. But yeah, it's it's not exactly a change which is going to be making any waves anytime soon. Speaking of Ionia being a garbage region, Fey <laughs> Guide is still bad. I mean, they, they they buffed its health up. They kept its attack exactly the same. Same cost and everything like that. Um, obviously, Fey Guide, for anyone who doesn't know, is the card, which is the uh, four mana once you play, give an ally elusive. Yeah, for and, everyone uh, that doesn't know. yeah. For anyone who doesn't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they this wasn't seen any place. So they were like, we'll give it at least a stat boost and see whether or not this can change anything. Yet again, this is still something which you could use with lulu i guess in terms of you could buff something something, something yeah. with which, which would be like a one cost that would normally be out in the open make it into an elusive and then lulu can buff it up um yeah, yeah i mean there's there, there, there is there is there is ways of using this, that. this, not, this change this change doesn't matter unless you play expedition like literally literally i mean, yeah, no, I, mean I, mean, I, would, I would admit that expedition will see more of this but i mean there's a slight chance you know i have been trying to make a like a deck where we're running which is Ionia with Sharima and uh, Siva, which is Siva with Zed. So maybe putting this on top of Siva so that she can give elusive to Zed, and Zed gives his elusive to the other man. You know, I think Edge. they could. I think Fey Guide could probably be made a little bit more playable if maybe it cost two less. Uh, could be like cast with spell damage, didn't come with a body, and was in a better region. That that those changes was those changes were probably made <laughs> those viable. Be those would be solid re widget things, right? You don't get that anywhere, do you? Yeah, that 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 would those would be some changes that maybe would let let it see some play. <laughs> but yeah, no. But I, I, I was, at least at least it, it, it was, it's, it's it's still a nice it's still a buff. At the end of the day, buffs a buff. They're, they're trying to make it a little bit more usable yeah. to a card that doesn't get used that much. So I, I I don't mind it. I think it's nice. Speaking of a buff to a card that doesn't see much play, my boy, <laughs> your boy, the legendary rear guard has gone back to being two, uh, two health. He still can't block, and uh, I think that as you say, with how, um, like the the game has progressed at this moment in time, you need that little bit of aggro in there because there's so many heals and things on that line going in that. You need that. And this card was just getting... It was one of those things where it was getting removed so easily with that one stat line with so many different things that could just either trade with it like a well or was just literally getting taken out with all the spells which at least do one damage. So it's good. It's good. Yeah, I imagine Pirate Bird is going to cut Crackshot Corsair and put um, this back in. Uh, mm. 
I, I think, so, Pirate Burn off the top of my head runs four one-drops as a three of each because they care so much about that early game pressure. And yeah. the worst one is Crackshot Corsair because it's yeah. like, what, Jagged Butcher, Legion Saboteur, Precious Pet, and now, assumedly, this. I think they're going to put Re Legion Rearguard back in, and I'm very excited. Oh, I love Burn. Yep. <sighs> so, you, you love a quick deck. I understand. <laughs> I, 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 look, I got places to be. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I get you. I get you. I mean, to be fair, that's the thing uh, that a lot of people don't really get is the fact that like uh, aggro has to be a thing because as you said there's people like like uh, that don't have the time um, to play this game non-stop. That's the thing. Literally, I at the beginning of the season, so I went all the way down to silver because I literally didn't bother to do yeah. any ranked play last last season. So I was like, okay, let's at least get myself out of silver because this can't be a thing. So, <laughs> I, I, so I spent my I spent my evenings like literally just before I went to bed. I spent an hour every evening just trying to rank up, just in bed with like with the girlfriend, and it was uh, like on, on on my phone, and mm. boom, smash through silver like it was nothing. Got yeah. through gold. Still with you, like a gold, little tiny bit of a struggle, but boom, directly hit into platinum. I have just been hard stuck in plat for so long oh. because it's just like if, if, like, yeah. if plat five exists, I'm about to find it. I am on the <laughs> most in. I have been on plat four on like a seven, <laughs> eight, nine lose streak. It's yeah. hilarious. Literally, that that is the thing, but that is that is part of part of what the meta is, isn't it? Like in terms of the fact that literally, if you don't have the time, because it is that thing where you just. It's a numbers game, but it's also a time game in the fact yeah. that you need to put in so much time to it. And if you don't have that time, which I said, like, sadly, being somebody who puts out, like, daily content and whatnot, and also streaming with a life and a girlfriend, that's why it's hard to factor in the time to go onto the ladder. So, um, and I don't really want my streams I, to be just me playing on ladder. But I, I don't have any of those things, but I do work seven days a week. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's been just anything that takes up time. But let's leave our favorite shades out of this. Let's get back to these cards. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to burn ladder some more. Uh, and uh, this is a good change for me. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. What, okay, that, that what, what? They, they buffed Sea Scarab? They would never. Uh, uh, this nerf, this buff is, sorry, this buff is absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. A 2 cost 2, 3 is just, like, a really good stat line. Like, a really good stat line. Uh, and uh, the effect on this card is nuts and enables, like, mono Maokai decks to be a thing. I mean, it, give, it gives you the option, doesn't it, Darko, to get deep so quickly as well, like if you were running a deep deck, but you said, okay, you can just run this in Mono Malachi, just allow that Tostas to continuously happen, then uh, obliterate your opponents like a deck other than four cards. <laughs> I, I've been wanting to try uh, Malachi Kindred for a little while now, as like a control deck with a Malachi finisher, and I will probably do that now. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely opens up, like, this This really does open up that option, just because that deep, like, it, it's, it's so crazy how one, like, you know, how a stat line can change so much. I mean, admittedly, like, uh, this one got, like, two stat lines changed because it's, it's not only its health went up, its attack went up. Mm -hmm. But that additional stat line just gets it so that it can survive for a number of things because its whole thing is that when another ally dies or, like, you know, like, uh, when it dies, it tosses one. And so this just being able to stay on the board, even, like, as a backliner, just to accept the fact of its comrades dying and top which ends just tossing a card every single time, Works so well for Deep, but as obviously as well, works so well for Malachi. So, yeah, big card. 
I was about to make the joke again that Sea Scarab now trades with Fiora, but I've also just realized every single card that's been buffed today. Sorry, every single card on this patch note trades with Fiora. Oh, you know, every every single one. <laughs> every single one without a doubt just trades with Fiora now. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> uh, uh, but the... Yeah, I, I look forward to playing Sea Scarab probably outside of Deep because I suck at playing Deep, but I will definitely be playing something with it. I mean, I definitely will probably still use it in deep. Like, I'll definitely still. That's it's a big improvement to deep. So, um, and I, I, I am one of those people who loves to dive in every once in a while in, in, in the yeah. deep end because um, it's, it's it can be a really fun way to play the game. Like, it's it's such a a different kind of concept where the whole idea is basically fuck all my cards. I don't want them. Like, yeah, <laughs> deep, deep, deep in LOR, it's like so self mill in every other card game I've played is nothing like LOR. Yeah. Uh, this I really like the way, uh, Lee, uh, sorry, Riot has executed like the the archetype of throwing away your own deck because yeah. uh, it is just obnoxious in Magic. Like nobody <laughs> like no one likes dredge players. They smell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Esteem. I, I have to agree with you because I don't I, I don't play that much of it. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean like Magic players just smell in general. So <laughs> <laughs> bit of a harsh thing to say, but I can maybe understand. Oh, you haven't been to a magic like uh, I'm, I play magic. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay, but I, 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 um, I, I have been to uh, magic events where like they they offered a discount if you if they visually saw you put on deodorant before the event started. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. team elephant. Fair, fair play. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> Bit of a tangent. Yes, it's all good. It's all good. That's yeah. what that's that's what people love. The esteemed. Elephant. The esteemed elephant man. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, actually, I guess I can understand their exact reasons for doing this. He now advances the Sun Disc by one more turn. It just means that there are more ways of using him, I guess. Like, or more ways of using the Sun Disc, because obviously it's quite hard to use the Sun Disc if you're not mm. running a mono deck. Like, the, the, it's kind of built for mono Shirima, which does make a lot of sense, because like, that was their whole archetype, but this because as long as you can get some ascendance in there, there's a slight chance you could make it work outside of outside of it, and so this just makes that that little bit more um, of an option. Yeah, uh, people were cutting a scene Herophant from their like from Sun Disc decks because he just wasn't good enough. Hmm. Uh, playing two Herophants during a game and also leveling up one of your two champions is enough to just wait out leveling the Sundisk, which is, like, good. I think this will probably see play again in Sundisk decks, but I think Sundisk decks are still crap, so. <laughs> I know, but this gives the, the dream stays alive of all the Egyptian god cards! I mean, I, will... I, I, I... I love playing Sundisk, don't get me wrong, but it's a, it is a deck that you have to play in normals if you, <laughs> if you, cher if you cherish your LP. <laughs> I mean, I definitely will be actually trying because this is the one thing I've not actually put out an ascended deck because I, I, I made a few decks. My my main deck that I was running um, that I thought was very interesting was the one that I had Tally, which it um, Talion, because obviously she could make a copy of the Sun Disc because it was basically you were putting all your eggs in one basket, and by using her, you could make a second one, which at least means that that's that the same countdown, so that if somebody tries to destroy one, at least one's still going. That was what my my which it thing was at the time and then it turned out being that that deck was bugged because it would make it so that the first sun disc would decount like you know like basically like a, for some reason the second sun disc 
it, anything that happened to it that made it go down made the first sun disc go down the amount that that yeah. one would have it's like to do with the coding and like because it was a bug i'm like i can't play this deck i refuse to like you know, for for moral reasons i can't i can't play this kind of um decks like i never abuse bugs mm. so um but this definitely like i can see seeing more play and potentially i might um I I, f- I feel really bad because I actually played a lot of that deck because I, thought, <laughs> I, I, I wait, uh, no 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 I, I didn't think I was abusing a bug I thought the wording was just really janky I thought it was like the reason that it count counted down by twenty was because both of them like reduced the thing like the 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 sun discs you control by ten mm. like I, I thought like the 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 triggered event cared about the two of I thought it was just really dumb wording so I <laughs> I, I, pl- I played that deck like uh like for five games until like I realized that. I don't think it's meant to be doing this. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, the, the second I saw that to begin, I was like, "This doesn't seem right. This is too stupid." And then I was like, I was looking into it. I was like, "Yeah, this can't be right." And then obviously it did end up being a bug. And I was like, oh, yeah. "I can't, I can't, I can't morally, morally play." So it's, it's, also, it's, 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 I, I love the idea of you using like Talia to to copy your your sun disc so that it, like if they remove one. They, they, there's the other one to deal with, but then it, that stairs comes down. Like I'm about to end this man's whole career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> but I don't know. That that was what the concept was when I was doing that. But um, yeah, no, I I feel like this is enough that you could actually get that sun disc down quickly enough to um not have to worry about have to do such things. So it's actually a really good buff. I'm 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 quite excited. I will be trying to do a send because I feel like this just. Once you get it's to so that cool. point, I've said it, it's so funny. The My cinematic! Oh, the cinematic! <laughs> <laughs> the cinematic is too good. Yeah, um, I, I, I really like um, just when Azir levels up his third time and he like screams, tell the people what you've seen today. Tell the people what you have seen here today. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, Nasus cannot good. escape me forever. He's over there, Renekton. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. I, I, I just uh, Egyptian god card decks. We just need more of them, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I wish my opponents didn't surrender as soon as I reached level three. But whatever. I know. Uh, How dare I? Mean, I still yeah. love the ability of like you know, just like you just know the second you're against the Nab deck, it's like okay, right, Azir can't see play. <laughs> the second I get my Emperor's deck, I am getting Nasus and Renekton against me. We cannot have this. Good day, sir. So, uh, how 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 would you describe people who surrender when they see their opponent get level three? I would describe them as callous. <laughs> I mean, I, I do I do most of the time in my videos shout coward, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> but in honestly, like you know, like jokes aside, it's mostly because I'm a content creator at the end of the day. So, yeah. like, I want to see that because I want that. To show the to show the people, I want to show the people <laughs> what we have seen here today. I feel. And... <laughs> I, 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 I am feel as, as if. if you missed the segue I was going for there. I am as I am as if, but um, the thing of it is, obviously, I can one hundred percent understand why people do quit if they don't have if they don't have enough time during the day to play. They're playing on their toilet break or something. Second, they see a game is lost and it's like, okay, I'm done. But I, I do, res- but it makes me respect even more the people who do hold and wait and allow a stupid combo to happen like when they can see what's happening they know that they're dead but they accept it and keep it going i do i respect people like that so much and obviously it helps out people who do make content so much so much more i would describe them as callous just like this callous bone crusher (laughs) 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We got there. <laughs> we got there. We got there. It's fine. We got there. Sorry, I segued off because I was like, I did not read the next line. That is my own. You know what? Because I don't see this card see so much play. I forgot what its actual name was in terms of that it's Alice. I thought this card. Like, you, know, you know what the comedy is? I've been calling this this card wrong so much. And it's, it's just been a mental thing oh. in terms of the fact that for some reason... I've always just called this this card Skull Crusher. I, Even though it's Bone Crusher, I've always been calling this card the Skull Crusher. I I went for that segue and you went off. Like you, you Yes. Were... Yes, I went big. I went uh, big okay. on both. Uh up to a up to a six four. Uh I think this probably matters more for expeditions. It even says in the description, we're making this change oh, yeah. to help expeditions. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, uh, pe people are saying that it might see play in actual Severed X. I, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things right whereby that kind of a deck has got so many things that are vying for um, being put in that this kind of gets overlooked because, yep, yeah, no, it's got a great stat line. Great stat line. Um, and obviously upon reputation, like which is just attacking forward like you know, four times of five damage, it goes down to two costs, which just makes that insane value. Um, but when you've got things in there like runner and whatnot that's basically got a spell shield and overwhelm and that like it, it just like it's it's really hard to choose what to cut. And yeah. especially when you're trying to get to that reputation, it's obviously like you know, the main one that we're seeing obviously is uh Sivra and LeBlanc. Um we are trying to get that reputation. You kind of want like those glory seekers and like that early game push for five damage so that you are getting there. And it just feels like maybe this is a little bit too, too late to the game in terms of when it hits it. Like it's good when it does. It becomes really, it becomes like that stat line, that value like going down to two cost is really good. But there's so many things like uh, that want attention in, in that kind of a deck that I feel like it just kind of is on the sidelines at the moment. I, I, I think it's distinctly possible that it might end up seeing play in constructed decks, but it's so vanilla and boring, I don't think I care. Mm. You know, I get, I, get, I get what you mean. But I mean, throw Overwhelm on that, would you throw Overwhelm on that and people would be, people would be right. Like, ah, get it! Yeah. Uh, this change, though, holy moly. Oh, oh, Moon Man! Now, let's just sum these all up, because let's face it, it's all in one package. No, 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 let's go, let's go one at a time. Let's so not the, go the one at a time, there's literally no point! <laughs> they, they've nerfed Calvrum from two to three mana. <laughs> the card Severum, right? They've nerfed that from two to three mana. <laughs> oh, the Moon Man's weapons are all at three mana now, rather than two mana. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it is. It is. Some might say that they took a butcher knife to the Moon Man. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 but, they flipped him 180 but, degrees and broke his spine. But and obviously this now means that upon his level up, because his level up is just that they cost one less, so they go back down to their two cost um, yeah. upon his level up. Um, but yes, I I can understand 100 percent why they did this in terms of the fact that Aphelios is such a great chat. Like he's got such a high skill cap. Right. Yeah. In terms of the people who, like, you, you can give somebody who's never played Legends of Runeterra before, give them Moon Man, and he would probably die immediately. <laughs> like, yeah. type thing. But in a highly skilled cat person who knows how to use it, this the versatility and knowing. Okay, right. I want to choose this because I know that, like, next I'm gonna go into that, and from that, like, I can like uh, the the actual like craziness of it and how quickly those things could happen, uh, especially if they were running. 
uh, what's his face like, uh, Temple, which we will get to Temple as well. Just it's the insanity of just the amount of buffs that he would get into a point where he would become near enough unkillable unless you just had a straight up obliterate or um, I call like vengeance thing, right? In terms of the fact that it would it, he would get insane. So I can understand it. Um, but all I'm saying is, well, I, I don't see a nerf here. This is just a massive buff to... This is a huge buff. This, this, this is a huge buff to... to what this is a huge buff to Tribeam, right? Yeah, like, this... In terms of, this, is a, this is a huge buff to the Ez, Ezreal um, Moon Man Tribeam deck, right? Yeah. Uh, so, we'll get back to that. Uh, <laughs> people who are saying that this is a over nerf by the way it's an enormous nerf but people who are saying that this is like a bit too extreme uh don't understand how obnoxiously overpowered aphelios was like uh aphelios was some entire different level of nuts like insanity uh he was carrying games on his own like he carried decks on his own. I've been yeah. ranking up with Tom Kench Aphelios as a joke, and it's literally just good. <laughs> um, and yeah, he he, it, yeah. This is this is not an over nerf. Honestly, the card might even still see play. Maybe not for a little. Maybe not for a hot minute. But I don't think this is the end of Aphelios, especially because of. What you just mentioned, I think these going to three mana is not irrelevant. I think that Tribeam decks might actually exist with Aphelios. I mean, considering the fact that there's two target spells within there as well, which do help Ezreal out, and people like have been playing around with that concept already, right, in terms of Ezreal with um, Aphelios. It didn't kick off as much as, like, obviously other decks did. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, because of Veil Temple, it made too much sense to run Shadow Isles and have an atrocity finisher in terms of the fact that how big you could make something. Um, yeah. But now, especially when we're, we're get we're get to the nerf to Veil Temple, but um, now it, it, it seems a little bit more potential that that could be a lot of fun to play Tri-Beam with all these moon weapons and whatnot. So I look, I actually look forward to that. Yep. I, I, that is, that is a deck I will be playing with most haste. Maybe, I might even throw it directly into rank. I'm feeling spicy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so with, with these, with these nerfs, we also see a buff to Moonman's spell itself. So, uh, Gifts and Beyond has now gone from two mana down to one mana, um, which just means that obviously it still means that you can play this and play a moon weapon without having to spend five mana to do so. You're spending four mana, but I mean... Five man would have felt a bit. <sighs> so. yeah. no, it, it's it it's like a side grade. It, it it near enough makes no difference at all. But um, yeah. like unless you are in the habit of casting gifts from beyond and then holding onto your weapon for a while, which I don't think mm. anyone is. Well, Overall, this it, this card still costs four mana. I mean, it still it still it still makes it so that it, it's costing the same amount of money to do this into a direct directly into moon weapon. Right, yeah. in terms of that, like being able to play and cast it, uh, and I think that the thing that people need to remember is the fact that uh, even though these things have gone up, uh, there is still really good synergy within that. So obviously, Veil Temple has got a nerf, but it's still get. But we'll, we should, we'll get to the exact things of that. But it still gives you two mana refill, uh, which can help towards this as well as the fact that you could go from um, Crescendum into that two cost. Which gives you two mana as well, as long as it's a nightfall card. Which I said, if Moon Man's on the field, 
then um, that so there's still ways of getting big tempo mana swings like within these things. So that's I think another reason why it had to had to go up a little bit all those moon weapons. Yeah, uh, and along with all of the uh, Aphelios themed cards, they're also a little tiny nerf to Veil Temple. I like that they didn't really gut this card completely because I think just the change to Aphelios means that Veil Temple wouldn't see play hypothetically anyway. But we don't know if we don't like we'll never see that hypothetical because they have also nerfed Veil Temple. Uh, it now gives uh, it's the exact same text. It just doesn't give the health. It gives plus yeah. one plus zero. Yeah, and I think that that is kind of what they had to do because it, it's give, it's still going to be giving that attack stat, but that additional health stat, like it was, it was making things insane. It was getting things up to the point where there was no way to be able to counter them other than obviously having because like you know because giving health stats is such a big thing. That's the whole. Do we go back to the whole nerf that happened to? Uh, the other landmark, the Damasian landmark, where it used to give um, attack and health, mm-hmm. like additional health things, but this was on a continuous basis that this was giving not only two mana, which it's not just two spell mana, it was giving two mana so that you yeah. could then play things like uh, in terms of like units and whatnot on the board, not just spells. And so it was it was such a big thing, as well as the fact that obviously people could. Play play Veil Temple, have Temple on the board, play a card, and then play a Felios, and that was an immediate health buff to him already. Um as well as giving you that which is that um which you like a mana and that it's like to edit to anyone you were doing that with, you were basically giving them upon play an immediate health boost, which would get them past a number of different counterplays. So I feel like it's quite good because this we might see an end to the like an um, enormous amount of target shadow Isles where the whole plan was basically just to make a big ass unit and then atrocity caught that this might stop that from being a like a thing for a little bit mm. i i i personally am a little bit of against this nerf i think with aphelios being um put to the sidelines for the next little while i don't think veiled temple was seeing very much play outside of his decks besides leeson mm. uh which like, hasn't really been meta-dominant for a little while now. I think they could have gotten away with not changing Veiled Temple, because it didn't really have a home outside of that one particular deck. I don't particularly care that they have nerfed it, and this is, like, a pseudo-significant nerf. Like, uh, like you say, health matters a lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so indifferent to this change. Like, it doesn't affect me at all. I never play this card. <laughs> fair play. I mean, to be fair, like, I wasn't really playing it until, like, I started, like, did, like, a little bit of, uh, tried it out it can be insane value just the extra point of mana especially if you get like two of these on the board and if you were playing this with a felios which obviously basically just you can get the insane amount of moon weapons or what i mean that you're basically activating this every single time and um its ability of them mean that boom you're getting if you have two of them on the board it is you're giving plus two plus which is plus two plus two to something and then with the moon weapons there is obviously the overwhelm one or even the life steal one depending on what your situation is at the time um can be very devastating and just the additional point the fact that if you're having two of these would refill your mana for four uh and then you can just play another unit or play it was it was it, it, it's stupid value so i can i, I actually understand because of how that deck can operate why this had to be done yeah uh and though that is the last 
um, card on the, uh, like, it's the last one in the section of card buffs and nerfs. There actually is another couple of card buffs slash nerfs hidden in the bug fixes, because this isn't really a bug. Uh, they've changed Katarina, Victor, and Draven from having play effects to having some summon effects. Uh, right, yeah. Which barely matters unless you're, like, playing Harrowing or something, because I can't imagine many situations where you are summoning these cards. But it's something worth bringing up. And the Lucky Find no longer triggers a second time when you are casting it on cards like uh, Jay Madarda and the uh, the robot. That actually was a bug. People weren't really sure if that was intentional or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is, that is a huge nerf, by the way. Like, uh, nerf in air quotes. Because if we were working on the assumption that that's how it was intended to work, then, um, yeah, it, it was not intended. This is a huge nerf to Lucky Find. This card doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I mean, it still works. It still gives you some value. No, it does fucking nothing. It, this card has been deleted. It was, it was, it was giving what you, it was it was giving um, some decks like really crazy things. Like obviously, the additional spell cast they said would work really well with Lee Sin, yeah. and um, even which get like you know, I I guess that because I I didn't actually realize that that was as much like in terms of a bug myself. Like, I saw that as like you're choosing a spell and you're going into another spell. And that's, for some yeah. reason, that I that never clicked with me that that was actually a bug. But I yes, no. I thought it was intentional and really stupid. I thought, <laughs> I, like, it was like, it was the exact same situation with the Sun Disc, where I read it and I was like, that shouldn't work like that. <laughs> but I just tend to believe Riot, so I was like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, the, yeah, but that, has, that would, that's like a, make it so it's a lot more fairer to play, because obviously yeah, there is certain things which can take advantage of that. Like, even Heimer. Like, because yeah. honestly, I didn't actually, because obviously upon doing that, you'd get two of the zero costs. Which, no, like, shut up, do you? Yes, but then you remember <laughs> upon playing that you get two zero cost pots out of it, and then um, in the deck that I was running, which was like Victor with, um, was it Victor Heimer, like with the creation stuff, like it would really let the augments go insane. So, it's nice to see that, which at least that's like a, that was like, at least knowing now that was a bug and it's been fixed, it's nice to know. Yeah, one one bug that was very clearly a bug, but I'm quite upset they fixed it because it was really funny, was Mimic, like LeBlanc's dumb spell, the three cost of... Oh, no, and they've changed it so it doesn't copy the champion anymore! Yeah. Oh, that's upset. That's yeah. upset. Because that, that was hilarious. Like, technically, it was making an exact copy of the spell, and the spell is, like, you know... It is connected to the champion. If you if the champion's not on the board, you get the champion. That was a really funny use of that. I I feel like I should have left that because that was just I, funny. I I mimicked my opponents Darius's decimate and then killed them with their own ten six. I don't think this was ever meant to be like <laughs> intended. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that that's uh, that is everything for the patch notes besides the lab update, uh, yeah. which. It's fun and exciting stuff, but no doubt you will see us playing that in the near future. Oh, definitely. Uh, and some cool new cosmetics. Yeah, no, so they've done so they've done like really good job. That like I said, like as I said right at the beginning of this, it really shows that Bright do listen to its fan base and um, like as, as as much as sometimes they can they can uh, whine maybe a little bit too much, but I understand when you're passionate about something, like you know, these these um, emotions come to the surface. And as we've said a number of times, like, I, I feel like they do a magnificent job. And sometimes the player base um, can be a little bit too quick to outcry without, like, you know, potentially realizing what the yeah. things could could be, the the um, effects could potentially be. 
and obviously, what you call it, it's uh, one of those things where because the card games that we're used to, we're used to not, <laughs> see, not, not we're, we're used to not seeing any form of them fixing problems for a long time. So Wright is really on the ball, and yeah, it, it just shows like uh, that they, they they do care, and it's an amazing team that they have. Yeah. And I think that does it for episode seven, right? I believe so. Yeah, so um, you can catch all of our socials, all of our um, you, our streams, our YouTubes in the description below. This episode should be available on Spotify. Don't quote me on that, but it should be. Let uh, uh, I, I think I have got it fixed, uh, but otherwise uh, you can catch us if if you are listening to us on YouTube, for example, and you would prefer to listen to us on SoundCloud, we are on SoundCloud now. Uh, mm. So you can go and check that out under the same name. And um, thank you for listening. Yes, we will see you, you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.